You're listening to Wholesaling Inc. Episode number 763. In the morning. And the first thing that I do is I write down my why. Simon Sinek talks about, has a book that says, start with why. I write down my why. It's the goals that I have in my life. So I write those down. I pray for the people that I care about because I'm a Christian guy. So I pray for the people that I care about. I write down the goals that I have for myself and those that I care about, right? First thing I do, because that why is inspiring everything else. It gives me the energy to go and do the other things because sometimes it's hard to do those things, right? It's hard to put in the work. It's hard to put in the time, but that why gives me the energy. It fuels the energy for the rest of the stuff. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. What's up, everybody? This is Chris Craddock with REI Revive, and I am so stoked to be here with you today. All right, so I get asked this question because I had a business that grew really fast, right? Within five years, was able to take home over seven figures. And so I get asked the question all the time, Chris, how did you grow so fast? If you could give us a couple keys. And I'll tell you, I always talk about two things. One, relationships, who you spend time with, who you run with will dictate your future. One of my favorite sayings is, show me your friends, I'll show you your future. Right. You can also say, show me your friends. I'll show you your bank account. Who you run with will absolutely dictate the future. Number two, and this is probably, I mean, literally one of the biggest shifts in my life for me. So I'm naturally a night person. Just if you just leave me alone when I was in college, I'll tell you what, I went to bed about the time that I wake up now. Okay. So I liked the nighttime. And here's the other thing. I'm a darn good salesperson as well, so I can sell myself on my own junk, right? So I would always say, you know what? I'm more creative at night. I get more work done, sit my computer, my underwear is pretty much one of the easiest ways to just relax and just free flow and think the way you need to think. You know, I'm I'm groggy in the mornings. I've got all of these different things, but here's the deal. I believe this wholeheartedly. Success leaves clues, right? success leaves clues. When I look around, one of the other things that I do is, and and this is part of what I'm going to talk about today, is that I listen to so many biographies of successful people, people that I respect. And almost every time somebody's going to tell me at some point about some really successful person that that I respect or that everybody respects who wakes up around 10 a.m. and rolls out of bed and just, you know, wakes up when they feel like it. But I'll tell you, everybody else, everybody that I listen to, you listen and they've got a massively incredible morning routine. So here's what happened for me. I realized that if success leaves clues and the people that I respect tend to wake up early and get stuff done, I'm going to look at that and really ask those questions. And so I started realizing that our lives, there's been study after study that says we're more productive and we're more willing to delay gratification, do harder things in the morning than we are in the afternoon. Actually, there, there was a study that showed they left out a plate of vegetables and a plate of cookies in this waiting room. And in the morning, most people ate on the plate of vegetables. In the evening, most people ate on the plate of cookies because by the end, it's it's like a muscle, right? It gets tired. Willpower gets tired. And so if we're talking about doing the things that we know 
work, these delayed gratification things, right? We're working hard. We're putting in the work. Think about going to the gym. Why do you go to the gym? Well, some people love the gym, but most of the time people go to the gym for the results, right? So when we're talking about the things that's like the equivalent of going to the gym, so you get the results that you want success in your, your business. If you set that up in the morning, things work. So I want to share with you what the transformation that happened in my life and my morning routine and give you just kind of a roadmap to what happened, what I do. And you know, I, I would recommend following something like this. I work to feed all of the areas in my life that I care about. So I wake up in the morning and the first thing that I do is I write down my why. Simon Sinek talks about, has a book that says, start with why. I write down my why. It's the goals that I have in my life. So I write those down. I pray for the people that I care about because I'm a Christian guy. So I pray for the people that I care about. I write down the goals that I have for myself and those that I care about, right? First thing I do, because that why is inspiring everything else. It gives me the energy to go and do the other things because sometimes it's hard to do those things, right? It's hard to put in the work. It's hard to put in the time, but that why gives me the energy. It fuels the energy for the rest of the stuff. The second thing, and, and I'll tell you the first couple times I would wake up early, it was so hard, but now I'm just at a point where that's just what I do. Even if I don't have an alarm, my eyes just go open, boom, and, and, and I'm, I'm up, right? Because that's, that's the way my body has been set now. I've trained my body to function this way. The second thing I do is I read my Bible, right? I'm a Christian guy, so I fed my goals, right? Boom, here's my energy. The second thing, I feed myself spiritually, right? So whatever that is for you, feel free to do whatever that is, but you should feed the spiritual side of your being, whether it's prayer or meditation or whatever it is that you're looking at, I would say, seek that out and feed yourself spiritually, right? The next thing that I do is I've got a gym in my basement. And so I go down to the gym in my basement and I work out every single morning. Well, five days a week, I, I work out. And so during that time, I'm feeding myself physically, right? I'm getting my body. My body is is where I live. My body is, is it. And so if, if you don't take care of your body, you're not going to have energy. You're going to be lethargic. You're just not going to run on all cylinders. And so take care of your body. And then while I'm doing that, Jim Collins in his book, Good to Great, talks about the genius of the and, right? Not multitasking, but genius of the and. Where can you do something and something else? Like, like I played racquetball this morning and I played racquetball with some of my friends. So relationally, I filled that bucket and I also filled out the physical working out bucket. So the genius of the end, what I do is I listen to a podcast. I listen to an audible book. I listen to some sort of training while I'm working out. So I'm feeding my mind and also feeds that why as well. You know, think about most athletes, right? They get ready to get on the field. So this, it's stuff that gets you ready for that, that game. And then I go upstairs, I have breakfast. Oftentimes if my kids are around, I'll, I'll call them together. We'll read a, a book. You know, I, we, we went through uh, John Wooden's success pyramid and, you know, every day we were talking about one of those things. So I'm building into my family. Um, and then the next thing I go up and shower and while I'm showering, I've got a JBL Bluetooth speaker, right? So guess what I do? I get in the shower and I turn on that speaker and I just pump it with like audible books or something so that I am just growing thinking about it, giving myself a vision to live into. Right. And then I come out and, you know, I own a handful of different businesses. And so I, each morning I have a conversation with one of my different business leaders, and then we start our morning huddle. Now, 
I'll tell you, my, my job has morphed a little bit, but until you're at a place where you are not actually meeting with buyers and sellers on the phone, what I did to start my business was every time I would do my morning huddle with my team. And if you don't have that morning huddle with your team, I would say, find some other people that you respect. Just get into uh, the Wholesaling Inc. Facebook group, get into one of these Facebook groups and just ask people, hey, who would role play with me? I'll tell you what, I'm telling you, Role play is huge. And here's what role play is. You just say, hey, we're going to jump right into this and I'm going to pretend to be the buyer and you're going to be the seller. And I just want you to give me an objection you've heard with the seller. And I, don't be easy on me, but, but don't be like stupid and hard on me. Just be a normal seller. And then you switch and you go back and forth and you give people feedback because sales has a language, right? So this is part of the morning routine. I'm telling you, this is part of the morning routine. Sales has a language. It's just like my, my four-year-old. She uses the wrong words sometimes, but to her, those words make sense, right? But the outsider hears it and says, oh, that's a little... First, they say, it's cute. But then if she was like 17 using the words like that, it wouldn't be cute anymore. Well, the same thing happens with our sales language, right? We talk to sellers. And when we talk to sellers, you know, it may sound great to us like a four-year-old, but somebody else on the outside listens and says, oh, there's something off with that. So you do your role play practice. And we'll talk about role play more on a, on a future uh, podcast. But here's the deal. You go into that and then you make your calls. I'll tell you, smile and dial. And here's what you want to do, whether it's Mojo or just one of the call systems where it just goes to the next call, next call, next call. If you think about the next call, you're going to ramp up and ramp down. You need to have this as part of your morning routine. And the morning goes until about noon, right? That's your morning. So you're making these calls. You're making the calls, making the calls, just smiling, dialing, making it happen and going. But here's the thing. So just like there, there's these hit workouts where you ramp up really fast and then you ramp down and then ramp up and then ramp like these, these high intensity workouts or they call them fart licks. There's, there's runs where you'll do these sprints and then slow and then sprint and then slow. And basically it, it takes so much more energy to ramp up and then ramp down. Here's what we need to do when we're making our calls. We just need to ramp up for that period so that it doesn't drain us of our energy. Uh, Brandon Burchard in his book, High Performance Habits, says that high performers create energy. And if you ramp up by making a call and then stop making a call, maybe do your, quote, research, and then take 10 minutes to make your next call, you're losing energy. You're not creating energy. You're draining energy from you. So you need to have that set time period and just go through it, blast through it, make your calls, right? So that is the morning routine in a nutshell. I want to give one last example for why the morning routine is, is great. So there's a girl on my team. She's an All-American in field hockey, right? She heard me talk about this a bunch. And then when I was teaching a, a big group of people, she came up to me afterwards and she's like, oh my gosh, Chris, it just finally clicked. I know you talk about morning routine as one of the key pieces to success all the time, but it just clicked. She's like, if I would have treated field hockey like I treat business, I would have never been an All-American. She's like, in field hockey, I would hydrate the night before. I'd get there early. I'd stretch out. She's like, I would listen to something to get my head right. And then, man, when I was on it, like I'd, I'd jog and stretch and, and have a sweat going once the whistle blew. I was 100% all in. She's like, with business, I wake up. You know, when I kind of feel like waking up, I roll out of bed and, and I... I make my calls, I do my thing, and, and I'm just playing defense the whole time. I don't have a game plan. Literally, adjusted everything. And honestly, the crazy thing, I'm just trying to think of what the actual number is. She 
13x her income from her first year to where she is in her fifth year. It's crazy. It's crazy. And, and honestly, it was because she created this morning routine that was habit. This is how you do it. So with that said, I want to, I'll just run through this as we finish up one last time. So you wake up and, and I know it's hard at first, but you just set your alarm, you set it early, boom. And you just every day, it's the same time, same time, right? You get your, it's called a circadian rhythm, right? It's the rhythm of your body. And now it gets easy after a while, right? Your body just naturally wakes up at that time, right? So you set your alarm every single day and it's hard at first, then it gets easier. Everything's hard before it's easy, right? Always. For me, I I always want to feed my why, right? Your goals, you know, while you're writing your goals, pray for the people, care, think about the people that you care about in your life. Like, what would you love to see accomplished in your life? Feed that energy, right? Feed yourself spiritually. You know, for me, I read the Bible every day. So feed yourself spiritually, feed yourself physically. And while you're feeding yourself physically, I would say cut out the music and only listen to podcasts, audiobooks, or courses. Feed that that desire and that information that you need to level up. Your life will grow to the extent you grow. Grow your life, level it up. That's the food that you need to grow. Then do your morning routine as far as your role play, your huddles, like interacting with other people that you're doing these things that, that will make you better there. And then make your calls make your calls, talk to people, get that done. So hopefully this is helpful. If there's anything that we can do for you and your business, obviously REI Revive is is my product. And I would love to walk through that and see if you are bringing in any leads. If you're taking that time in the morning and bringing in leads, obviously you get 20 people that raise their hand and say, I want to sell my house. I'll tell you those other 19, you're going to see, you're going to get one under contract. Those other 19 that want close to retail, you got to figure out how to monetize those. So if me or my team can help you do that, you know, book a call and we'll get on on the phone with you, dive into your business and see if we can help you get that done until then go out, kick butt, take names. And I'll talk to you guys soon. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.